Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential podcast. I am Elizabeth, and I cannot wait to talk about all or nothing, perfectionism, and the way that gets in our way, but most importantly, a new way of thinking so that it doesn't anymore. I was one of those people that lived in the very ineffective, all or nothing way for such a long time. I think most of us know that not only does it not work, it's really miserable. It's miserable in trying to adhere to it, but it's also miserable in terms of the monkey mind that it creates. I need to do it like this, this, and this. And if I don't, then I screwed up and, oh, what's the point? I'm never going to be able to do it or screw it. I blew it. I'll start again tomorrow. I lived that way and it sucks. It sucks. It doesn't work. Today, we are going to take a huge step towards overcoming that because I'm going to introduce you to a tool. And the thing about tools, you've heard me say this a million times before, Tools are only useful if you use them, right? You can read every book and you can listen to every podcast and you can have a collection of tools, but if you do not use them and use them when they are needed, where they are needed, you're not going to create change. Imagine if you had a garage full of all these tools and you spent all this money and it was so perfectly organized, but you never used them. You never went in there and pulled them out. Or you only pulled them out when you really didn't need them. You know, I don't know about you, but when I'm listening to a podcast, I'm very much in the groove. I feel capable. I feel confident. That's not when I need that tool. I have to go get that tool and use it in a moment when I don't feel so confident, in a moment when I'm not as focused, in a moment when I'm not feeling motivated. So remember that with this episode and any episode where you are introduced to a tool, you've got to get in the practice of using it. That does not mean that you make a decision and poof, you're always using it when you need it. No, it is a practice. And practice means that it's not going to be flawless. It's not going to be perfect. Just like if we were practicing piano or practicing basketball, we would screw up. Starting out, we'd probably screw up a lot. But the more we practice, the better we get. So look for opportunities to put this into action so that you can overcome that all or nothing way of thinking or the notion that things need to be according to plan in order to make progress because they don't. When we choose that all or nothing mindset, that perfectionist mindset, and we don't live up to our standards, We use those moments to justify throwing in the towel for that choice, that afternoon, that day, that week, that weekend. 
and that holds us back. All right, so let's talk about this tool. A few months ago, Jill Coleman posted something that I want to share with you. If you don't know Jill, Jill really operates in the realm of fitness and fitness businesses, all right? Jill and I go way back. We used to both live in Winston-Salem. Neither of us do anymore, but that was when we worked together. Um, she posted something that I love, and we're going to apply it in a bunch of different ways today. And I think we're also going to take another step further to add on to what she said. She said, quit asking about the best way to train, meaning exercise, and start asking what way of training can you picture yourself doing consistently, right? Because of course, in the fitness business, she's always getting questions like, well, what's the best way to train if I want to build muscle? What's the best way to train if I want to burn fat? What's the best way to train if I want to do both? What's the best X, Y, Z? And she's saying, stop asking what the best way to train is and start asking what you are willing to do consistently in terms of training. Because the goal is not to have the perfect plan. The goal is to consistently take action imperfectly every single day. If we took this and we adopted it in the area of our inconsistency, whether that is food or finances or relationships or exercise or anything else, it would be huge. How many times have you looked for or tried to figure out the best way to eat for fat loss? Is it intermittent fasting? Should I be doing keto? Is keto bad for women? Should I do slow carb, low carb, no carb, protein pacing, calorie counting, macro counting? Stop asking about the best way to eat for fat loss and instead ask yourself what you can picture yourself doing consistently. Knowing, here's where I want to add to this, knowing that your capacity grows over time. And let me tell you what I mean by that. Because a lot of times, what, what I don't want to happen is somebody to hear this and say, well, I'm willing to do what I'm doing now consistently. I've been consistently overeating for my whole life. Or there's nothing that I feel like I could do consistently right now. We have to keep in mind that our capacity grows over time. Let me give you an example. When I was at my heaviest, which was over 350 pounds, and I'm only 5'5", and I was only 5'5", then, I started with a smaller order at Chick-fil-A, okay? And that was where I felt I could be consistent. Because you've probably heard me say this a million times, or you've read it in Chasing Cupcakes. On my way to work, every morning, I would go through the Chick-fil-A drive-thru, and I would get a chicken biscuit, and chicken minis, and hash browns, and a large Diet Coke. Instead of saying, well, the best thing to have for breakfast for fat loss would be, you know, eggs and veggies and a glass of water, I wasn't going to do that consistently over time at that time. But what I knew I could do consistently was choose either a chicken biscuit or chicken minis, but not both, and my capacity grew over time. Don't talk yourself out of the small change, whether it's with money or food or exercise, or communication, or self-discipline. Don't talk yourself out of it because it's not enough to get you the whole way. Your capacity grows over time. So let's use another example. You want to start waking up earlier in the morning, but you are always hitting snooze. Instead of trying to go for that perfect 5, 5.30 a.m. wake-up call that you keep blowing or you're super inconsistent, maybe you do it once or twice a week, ask yourself, 
what you can do consistently. Well, consistently I can get up 15 minutes earlier, but that's not enough time for all the things I want to do. I want to be able to meditate and journal and pick up my house and get ready and whatever. Your capacity will grow over time. So you're not committing to this improvement forever and ever and ever. You're committing to this improvement until you're ready to make another one. So maybe you say consistently, I can get up 10 minutes earlier. Do not indulge the narrative of, that's not enough. That's not good enough. I should do more. Focus on what you will do consistently now, knowing that your capacity will grow over time. I started with a smaller order at Chick-fil-A. That is not the only change that I made to lose 100 plus pounds. I slowly added more as I felt capable of doing that consistently, but it's not where I started. Stop asking for the best way to get out of debt, the best way to start investing, to initiate multiple streams of income, to lose weight, to work out, and start looking at what you're able and willing to do consistently right now, knowing that your capacity grows over time. A couple months ago, I posted something about how right now I have more than 12 streams of income. And that particular post was about how it's not just multiple streams of income. We also need to pursue multiple streams of happiness and multiple streams of success and multiple streams of impact. But my point is, a bunch of people messaged me after that post and they were like, oh my gosh, I feel overwhelmed with even having two streams of income. I don't know where to get started or I only have three. I can't imagine having 12 and I don't know what to do next and it feels so daunting and I don't have time, this, that, and the other. I didn't get there overnight. I got there over seven years. Seven years. Seven years. And if I had tried to hit the ground running on day one, pursuing 12, 14, 16 different ways of generating revenue in my life, I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have done it. And it's no different. I think we all understand that when it comes to money. Well, you only have so much time and you only have so much money to invest and you have to be patient. It's the same thing with fitness. It's the same thing with food. Stop looking at the best way and instead look at what you are willing right now to do consistently, knowing that your capacity will grow over time. Now, seven years later, I have more knowledge, so I feel more confident in assessing different opportunities and different deals. I also have more money to deploy to take advantage of opportunities that seven years ago I didn't have the money to take advantage of. I'm also capable of more. My confidence has grown as I've made mistakes, as I've fixed mistakes, as I've had wins. And that same thing that I'm saying about money and multiple streams of income is also true of food. A couple years ago, I did a seven-day water fast. Now, I didn't do it for fat loss. I did it as an experiment. I wanted to see how it felt. I just wanted to have done that. Like, it was just, it was just interesting to me. I wanted to experience what happened to hunger. I don't say that because you should do a seven-day water fast. In fact, I'm 99% sure you shouldn't. But I could not have ever done that when I was 350 pounds. And I shouldn't have done that, but your capacity grows over time. 
as of when I'm recording this, I've been thinking about cutting out sugar for a defined period of time, not as a dieting strategy, not even for weight loss, but as an experiment. I want to see how my joints feel, if they feel different. Because when I was pregnant with Dagny and when I was pregnant with Roman, I wasn't doing as much CrossFit. Then I was recovering from C-sections with both of them and getting back into it. My body just feels, it feels the effects of not having been consistent with that type of working out over two years. So I'm just wondering if I made that one change, that one dietary change and said, you know, 30 days or 60 days or 90 days without sugar, what would that feel like? If I had tried to take that on seven years ago, it would have, I would have been so dramatic. Oh my gosh, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. feels like such a big, I wasn't ready for it then. But your capacity grows over time. Now it doesn't intimidate me. Your capacity grows over time. So never when you're considering, instead of the best way to do it, what way can you do consistently, never, ever, ever indulge the argument of, well, that's not enough to get where I want to go or that'll take forever. Your capacity will grow over time, especially if you're doing something that you're going to be consistent with. There's not growth that comes. In fact, there's just doubt that comes. It erodes your self-confidence when you're one day on, three days off, one week on, four weeks off. That chips away at your confidence. If you pick something small and you're consistent, that is going to build your confidence. And so more quickly, you will be ready to say, you know what? I think I can take it one degree further. I think I can do a little bit more. And maybe it's not money for you. Maybe it's not streams of income. Maybe it's not nutrition. Maybe it's not fitness. Maybe it is the time you wake up in the morning. Maybe it's your relationships. Maybe you're thinking, oh my gosh, there's so much that needs to change for my marriage to improve. Stop asking yourself about all the things and said, what's the one thing that you're willing to take on consistently? Maybe that's expressing gratitude daily. I can verbally express gratitude once a day, every single day. That's where I'm going to start. Is that enough to get you where you want to go in your marriage? Probably not. But that's not the point. The point is to be consistent and your capacity will grow over time. I mentioned considering going without sugar. Maybe for you, what you're willing to stick to is, you know what, I'm going to have one indulgence a day. I can do that. I can do that. Instead of four or however many I feel like, I can start with that improvement. I can be consistent with that improvement and your capacity will grow over time. So here's what I want you to do. Remember, this is a tool. Tools only add value if we use them. Identify one area of your life where you want to be more consistent. And I hear you, there's probably seven. I know for me, there's probably 17, whether it's laundry or staying organized or any any number of things. Just pick one, one area of your life where you want to be consistent and then apply this. Instead of thinking about the perfect way, the best way, what is the way that you are willing to be most consistent What are you willing to be consistent with instead of what's the best way, the perfect way, the ideal way? 
I personally use the Changemakers Journal to stay focused and accountable here and to monitor my progress. It helps me stay connected because I don't know about you, without something like that, I forget. I make the commitment when I'm listening to something and then a week goes by, I'm like, oh crap, I forgot about that thing. Or I do really well for a few days and then I, and then I forgot. It just fell off my radar. No bad intentions, I just forgot. So I use the Changemakers Journal to stay focused and accountable and monitor my progress. That doesn't mean that you have to use that, but have something that you use, whether it's a friend that you're using for accountability or a blank notebook that you journal in every day, I don't care, but have something that you use to help you stay focused and stay accountable and also to monitor your progress and keep checking in with, do I feel like I can add more? Like, does this feel like I've got it under control? It's no longer taking my daily attention to hit this one thing that I said that I would do to be consistent. And then if you're ready, add more. Instead of asking the best way to do something, instead of pursuing the best way, ask yourself what you're willing to do consistently. And I would love to hear from you what this is going to be. What area of your life are you going to work on? You can either DM me on Instagram. You can join us in the Free Primal Potential Facebook group and share it there. I would love to know what area of your life are you focusing on and what is the starting point that you're going to begin with? Don't think about the best way, the ideal way, the perfect way. Ask yourself what you're willing to do consistently for now, knowing that your capacity will grow over time. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform.